Jackson on the drive, kicks it out for Mann. Mann, three-pointer, bang! Oh, what a man! Magic down the middle, just what I thought, a hook shot at 12, good! Here's Michael at the foul line, a shot on Elo, good! The Bulls win! They win! Now that's a steal by Murr, underneath the DJ, right there! Going up over Bell, Paul away! What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a video detailing... Oh, giving away some spoilers right now if you're watching on YouTube, but a video detailing my plans for the upcoming season. Of course, this is season four of Dime Dropper. I can't believe that I've been doing this for four seasons. It's kind of flown by, but at the same time, it does feel like three full years, and now it's going into a fourth, and I'm super excited to make it bigger and better every single year. As always, you already know the drill If you are, if you aren't. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Dime Dropper Pod. I don't know how long it's going to be till I get consistent on TikTok, but at least Instagram and, t- and Twitter, f- give me a follow on there at Dime Dropper Pod. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit the notification bell so you know every single time I post a video because I want to make sure you guys are seeing this content I'm trying to put out. All LA sports fans, all NBA fans, and fans of the history of the game, I want them to be here because I try to stay as in tune with the entire league as possible it's not just the clippers and the lakers even though they're the teams that throughout the season i talk about on a weekly basis that's mainly because i mean man's only got so much time right i'm trying to have a life as well and i'm not going to watch every single team play 40 plus games like i did four years ago it's just not not it but shout out to everybody in the live right now raiders sprayers saint big saint my boy ryan but anyway let's talk about the plans of the upcoming season right i'm not going to make this one too long So, of course, the first thing I want to talk about are the lives. That's the bread and butter here. That's the one that the one type of video I make that everybody seems to love is when I go live post game. And there will still only be two teams that I will be going live for post game on a consistent basis. And that's the Lakers and the Clippers. This is an LA sports channel, LA basketball primarily. And those are the two teams we focus on here. Remember my first season doing this, I tried it with a bunch of teams. I just don't have that time anymore. One, two, it got redundant seeing every single team do variations of spread pick and roll throughout the league. Like just everybody plays the same way now. Steve Clifford said it best and I've echoed it for four years. And it's like, you know, if you like this style of play, then it's fun. It's great. I'm not a huge fan. I think it's redundant. And I'm just, and I also think the regular season is treacherous sometimes to watch. I like that I do Dime Dropper and I love that I love the Clippers so much because besides that, the experience watching the league regular season as a fan, the way I used to, is not the same. And it's mainly because of load management and the way the teams just don't really value the regular season. The teams that want to win championships do, though. Don't value the regular season. So the regular season to me has never been worse than now. I've already said that a bunch of times. But let's get into it. Don't want to be too negative, Nancy, already as the season is coming up. But you know one thing is, though, I still love watching my Clippers. That's the reason why I still watch the regular season NBA and pay attention to it so much. And plus, I don't know. I just want to – if I want to be a real historian of the game, you got to be kind of in tune with the now as well, right? So knowledge, I guess. Knowledge and making sure that I'm giving you guys accurate information – because uh, I do take this shit serious, but 
The lives, Clippers and Lakers only. I'm going to try to do more Laker lives, guys. I am going to try to do more Laker lives. But I will say Clipper lives are going to be compromised just a bit this season. And I'm just going to tell you why. This season, and I'm actually very happy to announce this on the channel because I don't think I have yet. I have season tickets for the first time in my life. I actually have a season ticket. In section 207, it's the special thing the Clippers are doing since the last year in the Stable Center, and they kind of want to carry this into the Intuit Dome. It's this su supporter section. I guess kind of like how, so you know, you see in soccer, they have the ultras behind the goal. I guess that's kind of what they're trying to recreate because Balmer has this thing called the wall coming in the Intuit Dome, which is 51 rows uninterrupted of seats from the bottom, you know, the baseline, all the way to the top of the arena, so no suites to divide it into different tiers basically 51 straight rows from bottom to top fans on top of the other he obviously wants to do that for atmosphere purposes right he wants to give us a good atmosphere and make us even louder because in the staples center it's built for hockey the sound travels a lot and i think staples center aesthetically is a beautiful stadium inside and out but that needs a refurbishing by the way but the atmosphere rarely does the stadium justice because one, LA fans are just lax. And two, the stadium is built for hockey and concerts and the sound is just kind of everywhere. So to, to debut this, long story short, the Clippers are doing an all Clipper fan. You gotta be a diehard. They interviewed us, you know, kind of made sure that we were real fans and you can't even sell the ticket because they don't want it going into the hands of a fan from an opposing team. So it's all Clipper fans and I'm gonna be in it. So I'm gonna be at every game. The price was too good to pass up. I'm not gonna say it on this live or on this episode, but let's just say it was well worth it. I never thought I was gonna be an NBA season ticket holder until I got like bust down bread, but I will fucking take it. I'm going to be at every game damn near. I'm going to go to at least like 26 plus. At least. The thing is though, sometimes life gets in the way. That's the thing. Here's the thing. Because NBA, the NBA, you know, the Clippers are third priority in the stadium. We're going to have a bunch of weekend games and I'll be able to probably make a lot of those. But we'll see. You know, I got my own priorities as well. I'm definitely going to be at 25 plus games. I can kind of guarantee that. So be prepared for more vlogs than ever before. And that's part of why I'm doing, I'm going to be at less lives or going to be doing less Clipper lives is because I'm going to be at so many games. So it actually saves me work because I also have to do Locked On Clippers. And I still am the host of that. This is going to be my second year being the host of Locked On Clippers. And I enjoy doing it. And right now it's, it's the move for me. So I am still the host of Locked On Clippers for a second straight season. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do Clipper postgame lives and I'm not going to spam if the team's fucking up and all that shit that you guys love. I'm still going to be doing that, but I just won't be doing as many Clipper lives after home games because I'm going to be at so many home games. So I hope that's okay with you guys. I think I'm going to get some great content. And speaking of the vlogs, I want to talk about them a little more specifically. If I'm going to switch to Clippers background here uh, for the YouTube watchers because talking clips right now so for those of you that i see at the games and you like the channel and you like my thoughts or whatever maybe you don't like them please feel free to be regulars on these vlogs the whole thing is i want people to see what the personalities of clipper nation are like you know the people say the clippers don't have any fans all this i'm trying to give people a platform you know i love the fans i'm for the fans 100 over anybody so I want to give deferring perspectives a chance to speak. So please, you know, when you see me at a game, 
ask me to be in the video if you really want to give your thoughts i really would love it and it's it's great stuff for me and plus this season i'm getting a new phone so because i'm eligible finally i have an iphone 10 right now so all the vlogs you've been seeing i've been filming on an iphone 10 i think i'm gonna get the new guy and man that quality might be so much better so we, we're still trying to innovate out here we're trying to get to a level where we're perfection everywhere and we're a long way from that almost impossible to be that but as close as we can get you know what i'm saying so the vlogs i think are going to definitely be a step up this season no question about it there's going to be more and i mean i'm going to get to see the best of the best so that's going to be great for you guys to see that and then, of course, as I said, Clipper lives, Laker lives, they will still be happening. As for other teams, <laughs> as for other teams, someone said, if you drop that phone, it's GG's. Man, why are you suggest? Why are you putting this energy in the air in the first place? I have a pretty steady hand. I mean, I've dropped it here and there, but you just put a case on that thing. It should be straight. But anyway, so that's it for the vlogs. There's going to be a lot more. And by the way, speaking of that, Check out my latest vlog about the Dodgers game one. I have a short coming out about the Dodgers and their catastrophe yet again. Um, but check out game one vlog, playoff baseball, playoff anything is always great to check out the vlog to see what the atmosphere is like. And this was the worst playoff game I'd been to in any sport, kid you not. The worst I've been to in any sport. So that's one thing. Anyway... That's it for the vlogs and the lives. By the way, Super Chats are turned on if you want to drop a dollar or a dime. Anything is appreciated for your boy, helping me with equipment and so on and so forth. You know, these things cost money. So anything is appreciated. But let's talk about the other teams that I am going to be focusing on besides the Clippers and the Lakers. And when I say focusing, I just mean watching them more especially in the beginning of the season because the beginning of the season, even though I said what I said about the regular season and I hate it now, I still like the beginning of the season because you see the new additions and how they are with their teams and you see things start to develop. And once I get a feel of what that team's going to be like or the injuries start rolling in, then I take my foot off that and just you know slowly eliminate to the point where I'm just watching Lakers and Clippers consistently. And I would like to chime in on nationally televised games like I used to when I was a kid, but every single time I put one on these days, and this is like non-exaggeration, there's always a star injured. So I don't even get to see anything about the full scope of things, and I'd much rather hang out with a friend or continue my historic dime line, which I'm going to get into later in the episode. Anyway, these are the other teams I'm going to be focusing on. So when I mean focusing on, I just mean watching them more. I'm never going to go live like you know, reacting to a Celtics game or anything like that or a, a game from another team. Maybe a primetime matchup where everyone plays that, you know, everyone's watching. I could go live after, but the teams that I'm going to be focusing on and talking about at the end of live. So at the end of episodes of me talking Clippers or Lakers on a given night, I'll be like, you know what? I've been tuning into these guys. Let me tell you something about them. Similar to how I did last year, right? So, and I'm going to be always doing like mid-season about every single team checking in. I'm going to be doing some preseason content before the season starts, talking about every single team. Um, I'm not going to be doing it with other content creators though, because I just don't have time to coordinate all that. I wanted to. I'll try to tap in with as many as I can throughout the season. And by the way, for the lives, I am going to be a little bit more lenient this season about letting people come on the lives, especially other content creators and fans of other teams. Um, sometimes I'm just pressed on time. You know what I mean? Because I got to do locked on as well. 
and I'm a night owl. I stay up late, and doing both is it is tough when I try to be as consistent as I can be. But anyway, I would bring on fans as well. So if you want to tap in sometimes for a live post game, get your thoughts, kind of like a little radio style thing where I bring on listeners or bring on callers, I'd be down for that kind of stuff this season. I would. But if you are a content creator, like I'm talking a real content creator, passionate fan of a team, please tap in. Let's go post game one night. The thing is, a lot of people aren't down to stay up so late. I'm a, I'm a late guy. I give it for the late night Pacific time West Coast crowd while I'm out here. But anyway. Here are the teams. Without further ado, that I will be having an extra magnifying glass on this season. And by the way, I always tend to go with teams, not necessarily that are just interesting, but teams that I really, it's mainly teams that have big changes, right? Last season, which teams did I do? Uh, Brooklyn, I was watching a lot of. Atlanta with DeJounte Murray. Dallas when they got Kyrie Irving, Phoenix when they got KD. But let's get to it. The first team I am going to be having a close eye on is a team that probably maybe my third or fourth most fans from that particular fan base. And that is the Golden State Warriors. Why? Because they got Chris freaking Paul. Are you kidding me? I got to watch that. That's going to be must-see television. And, of course, Steph Curry is one of those guys that he's gone to this point where I'm like, enjoy him playing at a high level while you can because he really is one of those guys, the all-time greats. And I've seen him from day one, his NBA career. And I'm, I just got to, you know, enjoy it. But the Chris Paul thing is hilarious. And, by the way, this is not a season preview. So if you want to get my thoughts on Golden State, you're going to have to wait for that episode that's going to come out. But... Oh my God, must-see TV. The next team, the Dallas Mavericks. Clock's ticking here for Kyrie Irving. Luka Doncic and him have to do something this season, and that means when I say something, I just mean at least make the playoffs, for God's sake. The West is going to be a bloodbath this year in terms of how many teams there are that are good. How many are great? I don't know. That's going to come down to health. I think four teams have the potential to be great, maybe five. Uh, potential, actually, a lot of teams. I'll tell you who's really great. Denver. That's who's really great. But anyway, the point is about the West, there's going to be a lot of teams that are good, decent at best. And so every night is not going to be an easy game. You know, you're going to have tough games every single night. And the Dallas Mavericks, Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, I just want to see what happens there. The next team that I will be paying close attention to this season the Houston Rockets. This is a league pass team to the T. They're not going to be on national television much. Ime Udoka is coaching again. Ime Udoka. Jalen Green now in year three. Jabari Smith in year two. They haven't impressed me too much yet. But now they have some structure with Ime. And they have Dylan Brooks, who there's never a dull moment watching. Fred Van Vliet, who got way overpaid, but now he's got the starting role and he's going to chuck, which I don't know if it's going to stunt the development of the other guys or not, but I'll tell you what, it'll be entertaining. They got Shen Goon, big goon. I actually really like him because he was working with Akeem and I like post-up bigs with skill. And Shen Goon is one of those. People like to call him Baby Jokic. The thing is, he's a little bit shorter than him. And when I say a little, that's being generous. A couple inches shorter than him. Defensively, I don't know 
how good he can be, but I'm excited to watch him. And then you've got Amen Thompson, who's one of the best players in this draft class. So I'm super excited. They got Tari Eason, just a lot of young players. Jeff Green now brought in for some experience. I think there's going to be must-see TV. Again, I'm not going to give you where I think they're going to finish. We're going to save that for the upcoming preseason content. The Phoenix Suns are my other team I'm going to be watching. Hate watching, but watching. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal, Yusuf Nurkic. That's going to be really interesting to see how that develops, how their chemistry builds or doesn't build. I think they'll be very good in the regular season and definitely more dangerous in the playoffs. I already said, though, if you want to hear my thoughts on them, even though I'm going to talk about it again in the season preview, if you want to hear my thoughts when they got Beal, you can check out that video. It was one of my lives I did this summer. If you want a shortcut, go to the playlist and go to 2023 NBA offseason. The other team, or another team, I'll be watching closely, the Milwaukee Bucks. How could you not? Damian Lillard, Giannis, do I need to say anything else? And then the Celtics. Obviously the team, if, which I have maybe probably my fourth or third most fans. I went to school at UMass. That community has a special connection with me and I have a special connection to it and the Celtics are just always you know it's the Celtics they're just like the Lakers they're always in the thick of things you know there's never a dull moment and Drew Holiday Chris Stapps Porzingis that's going to be must-see television so I will be very in tune with the Celtics basically all season then the San Antonio Spurs I mean who's not going to be in tune with them this season Wemby next last one the Oklahoma City Thunder Chet Holmgren, SGA, Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, and Lou Dork. I don't like the Thunder necessarily because they are, you know, the trade with Paul George. And I don't want them to end up doing that great just out of spite because I want to say we won the trade. But I love SGA. Love SGA. And I think they're going to be really fun to watch. And I think they're very likable. So I'm going to watch them a lot. And then the last kind of... These teams, I won't be really watching their full games much. But I'm going to be paying paying attention to them in highlights and stuff like that. And hopefully get to catch some of them with all these teams I'm watching. And that's the Orlando Magic. Who... I mean, Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner are future stars in the league. Wendell Carter. I'm not trying to get too much into the preview. But point is, they're a young and exciting team. Washington, they're not going to be good, but I kind of just want to see Jordan Poole in the beginning chuck. They'll be a team I watch for two or three weeks. Then, you know, I'll watch them in highlights. Portland, just a little bit of DeAndre Ayton, Scoot Henderson. You want to see those young players. I mean, Ayton now has been in the leagues for this will be a sixth season, but I want to see how he does having really his own team, and then Scoot Henderson will be exciting. And then Detroit, Cade Cunningham, James Wiseman. I'm interested in his development, although there's so many bigs there with Duran and, and Isaiah Stewart that I don't know how much run Wiseman's going to get. But Cade Cunningham, if he's healthy, I would like to watch him play just a little bit. But as I said, these teams I'm probably not going to be watching full games of. The other teams, though, Spurs, OKC, Celtics, Bucks, Suns, Rockets, Mavs, and Warriors. I know that's a lot of teams, but I'm going to be having a close eye on them to start the season. And when I get a feel of what I think they're going to be, then I'll kind of stop watching them in full games regularly anyways now let's talk about some of the shows i'm doing this year as you guys already know i'm doing the four sportsmen on sundays with flea fabian and all ball that's kind of just to have more of a round table discussion where we talk about the hottest topics in the nba we've started it in the off season and uh you know obviously 
it's not as much to talk about, even though at times the NBA offseason is more exciting than the regular season these days, which I don't know if it's a good thing to say that about the offseason or a shitty thing to say that about the regular season. But the point is, the offseason has its peaks and valleys, and it has its, it has its exciting moments, but overall, during the season, there's just way more to talk about. So the Four Sportsmen, every Sundays, from about, I want to say, anywhere between 3 to 7 Pacific time is when we'll go live, and we try to do that every Sunday. And then the new show that I announced on Instagram and Twitter, but I haven't made an announcement to YouTube yet, and that is Basketball on Figueroa with my guy Edwin Garcia, who's the beat writer, one of the beat writers for the LA Sparks, and a writer for Silver Screen and Roll with the Lakers. We are going to be doing it once a week, and it's just Lakers and Clippers, what's good with them, basically, on a weekly basis. A little back and forth, just talking about what's good with the LA basketball teams, and of course, the LA Sparks in the summer, it's not... WNBA season. Right now it's the finals of the WNBA actually. Some really good hoops going on. But the Sparks are not in season. So when they come around, we will be talking about them as well. But as of now, Lakers and Clippers, Edwin and I, that'll be on this YouTube channel, Dime Dropper, and it will be on podcast, not under Dime Dropper, but as Basketball and Figueroa. And if you don't know what Figueroa is, if you don't live in Los Angeles, Figueroa is the street that Staples Center is on. Obviously, this will be the last year that both Los Angeles basketball teams will be playing on Figueroa. Then, last but not least, guests. I know I've been saying that I want to get more guests on, and I'm not talking about the guests during lives, like fans and all that. I'm talking Dime Dropper featuring episodes where we have a guy that's either involved in the NBA or NCAA. I have people in line, in mind, I'm sorry that I haven't delivered yet, but trust me, guys. Just trust the process. It is coming. I can promise you that. And I want to do some of those during the season. So I hope, even though there's going to be so much other content of me talking about what's going on during the NBA season, I hope when I have a big guest on, y'all are in tune for that and checking that out as well because that's what ultimately is the big time, right? Talking to people that were in the league or played college, this and that. Phoenix Plays East says, get Swipe on the pod again. Swipe the Denver Nuggets fan. Yeah, we'll probably have Swipe on again. No problems. Congratulations to him, by the way, becoming one of the hosts of Locked On Nuggets, joining the Locked On family. And then the last one, the big one for my, I have a big section of fans that love this content, and I love these people that do the dime machine, the classic journey that I'm on. That really tends to stagnate throughout the regular season. I am not trying to let that happen this time around. I'm hoping with the fact that I'm going to more games and I'm doing less lives and that I'm more comfortable as Locked On host now having done it for a year that I will be able to still continue on the journey and still make progress and release content that you guys watch even during the season because it's really, that's the hardest stuff to work on is finding that footage, talking about it, breaking it down. I'm trying to help you with those GOAT debates. That's what I'm really trying to do. But the Dime Machine stuff, whether it be talking about those eras or the film breakdowns, Dime Machine film breakdowns. Now there's Dime Machine flashbacks where I do basically podcasts about it. 
I still want to do those and I'm still going to try to do those. As far as new kinds of videos, like video essay stuff that I plan on doing in the way, way future, all that, those aren't probably coming for a bit. I still will try to release some highlight reels throughout the dime machine, but it's a lot of stuff, right? I'm going to keep it going as is and make sure to support. Make sure to be here every single night whenever you can to get my thoughts on obviously the LA basketball teams primarily. But of course, after I talk about that for the podcast, people, I still want to go live and hear your thoughts. I answer every question. So if you want to ask me about other teams, I will always answer those. I'm just strictly talking to the listeners on podcasts that only listen or you know, sometimes listen, whatever you want to call it, that I won't be talking about other teams every night like that. And I won't have lives really unless it's a huge matchup where everybody plays that I'll be going live or having episodes to talk about a game that's not involving the Lakers or the Clippers. But anyway... That's it for the podcast version of this episode. Thanks so much. I really hope you're excited for season four of Dime Dropper. We're coming in bigger and better than ever. Hope you enjoy the preseason content I'm going to make previewing the all 30 teams for the upcoming season. And of course, it's almost time. Peace.